What's up? So that was a hell of a weekend, huh? It is Tuesday morning. This is the Village Idiot Podcast, and this is Stu, your local Village Idiot, which I'm sure I made an idiot of myself quite often this weekend, but it was well worth it because I got to sit around, watch SEC football, watch the NFL, watch the Bears go 3-0. and Maybe they're back. They're probably not back. Uh, but, you know, when you got Big Richard, Nick Foles behind center, who who knows what's going to happen. So, got an interesting thing planned for you today. Actually, it's not that interesting. It depends on what you find interesting. It's basically me describing my weekend to you, run down some of the games. You know, we're just going to have a good conversation. So... I mean, Saturday morning, what a morning it was to wake up. It was nice and brisk outside. It felt like a good fall day. Wore my little sweater, threw on my Alabama gear, which I wait to do. I wait to do that first Saturday of the fall when you you, you put on your favorite team's gear. I, I don't know if it gets any better than that. But, yeah, put on, put on the gear. Um, had a couple responsibilities I had to take care of in the morning and then my lovely wife my perfect wife just let me have an eternity to myself to watch college football and boy did I turned into the SEC you know you they started to I mean it was great you know the only problem with Saturday was those 11 o'clock games which I'm on central time here but there are just so many good games to watch at 11 so yeah, I, I live in Pleasant View, Tennessee. It's a beautiful little town, um, but but we live in a little com- little walkable community. It's got the restaurants and bars and all kinds of stuff in it. You know, golf cart type community. But around uh, eleven, you know, I, I watched about the first half of that Ole Miss Florida game at the house, and that was fun to watch. Uh, yeah, but I walked up to Sweezy's. Mike Sweezy, shout out to Mike Sweezy, Sweezy's Pub. It's in the Pleasant View Village, and it's a phenomenal restaurant. Uh, I think a lot of people would be surprised to find the quality of service and food you get there. It's just in a little town like Pleasant View, Tennessee. Mike Sweezy, Philly stand-up. He he brings his skills. He's got a good thing going there. So if you're in Pleasant View and you haven't checked it out, or even if you're outside of Pleasant View, it's worth the trip, guys. It's excellent. But, yeah, went up there and bellied up to the bar for a solid four or five hours and just dove into bar topics, talking about college football, watching Lane Kiffin. You know, I if you guys listened last week, I kind of put it out there that I thought Ole Miss could – beat Florida and I still think they could if we learn anything from that game it's that Lane Kiffin's a problem on the offensive side of the football that guy's so creative he's doing things that other people just don't think to do and 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 it's impressive I think the first series you know he's got two quarterbacks here both are studs he's got one that's a little better on his feet than the other and one who's a little better with the arm than the other I can't think of their names right now but that first series he had both on the field for the entire time which was an interesting thing to do I think it had Florida scrambling every which way but you know they they made some mental errors and I don't think their defense is 
to par yet with what they could be. But if Lane Kiffin gets a solid D.C. in there, and I'm trying to think who his defensive coordinator is right now. I'll have to look it up. But if Lane Kiffin gets a solid defensive coordinator in there, they're a problem because they put up points, and Florida's got a good defense. Um, yeah, Florida. It, oh, it's D.J. Durkin. It's first season. So, I, I mean, he's still he's still working down there too but I you know I know they ended up going down big and losing that game by quite a few but I think they were more impressive maybe more of a surprise to watch than Florida um I still don't really know what Florida has Flo uh they're interesting I I just they just don't seem that good that Tony kid's a hellacious athlete he's super dynamic they, they just just don't see that good. Then we moved to what we said was our game of the week last year, and that was Auburn and Kentucky. And, man, Kentucky gave them everything they could for a while. Um, I just think they got wore down, you know. But Kentucky didn't play a bad football game going in there into Auburn, you know, first game of the season. I, I thought Terry Wilson Jr. was pretty impressive for his first game back after a year. You're off. He's an athlete. Um, Kentucky's liable to pose some problems for some people. But, yeah, we I went up there. Once again, shout out Mike Sweezy. He, he's doing a great thing there. He, I, And he's probably going to get mad at me for saying this, but we need a movement to get Italian beefs on the menu at Sweezy's. Mike Sweezy is an excellent sandwich maker. Um, I believe after he retires, he could probably be the dean of students at the Subway Sandwich Making College, which I think is a real thing. And he, he would just outshine anybody there. But there's no way Mike Sweezy can't make an, an excellent Italian beef. And if you're in the Pleasant View area, let, let's get that. Let's get that going. Um, he gets mad at me because every time I see him, I give him a new idea. Not one of them has taken yet, so I'm gonna get I'm gonna get one through to him though. I, I promise you that. Uh, but we need to get Italian beefs on the menu, mainly so I can go up there on Sundays, watch the Bears game, and eat an Italian beef. But yeah, set up there for quite a while. Uh, went home uh, right in time to watch Alabama, and, and that first game of the year for me is always a big one. I, I like to watch it by myself. I'm one of those crazy fans who yells at the TV. My wife usually keeps the kids away from me when I watch Alabama football. I don't know if that's a testament to my attitude or a credit to her for being a phenomenal mother because it's the only thing in life besides my complete lack of parenting skill that just gets under my skin like nothing else. Um, but, yeah, so went up the or – yeah, watched that back home and watched Alabama just trounce Missouri. Alabama is excellent this year. Um, we got we got a glimpse at Mac Jones. You know, we got Bryce. Bryce, I, I'm hoping – I don't know if it's Bryce time yet this year. I, I still think Mac Jones is a hell of a quarterback. But I would love to see Bryce do a little of what Tua did his first year. You know, where where he got some meaning, meaningful snaps, you know, and he, he sat behind and learned 
from a kid, Jalen Hurts, who had a pedigree. And I, I don't know if Tua would have been as successful at Alabama if he would have got thrown to the fire that quickly. But Alabama was fun to watch, man. And overall, college football Saturday was just fun to watch. Georgia, I, I don't know what Georgia's – that offense is atrocious. Um, I, I think every Georgia sports team – Georgia – Sports, just the state of Georgia sports is in total disarray right now. The Falcons, I don't know what they got going on. They're just letting everybody down. They're living true to form Georgia sports teams, Atlanta sports teams. You you just can't be a fan down there and ever expect to win anything of any magnitude. It's so hard. You're constantly getting let down. You know, um, and, and Georgia played Arkansas, and Arkansas is – the worst team in the SEC. I don't think anybody would deny that. Um, it, it was, it, you know, Georgia's Georgia. They they should have more talent on the offense. They might have it there. I didn't see it Saturday. So we'll we'll see what they got going down there. It's still, obviously, it's still early in the season. But I know, I think everybody can vouch that it sure was nice to have SEC football back. And then to round out the night, was a game I picked. Uh, I, I actually think a lot of people picked it, so I don't think it was any surprise. Um, Mississippi State went down to Baton Rouge and gave LSU all they can handle and came out with a victory on the road. Um, Mike Leach is a different coach than they've ever seen at Mississippi State. Mississippi State's always been a team that just kind of drags out. They've never been fun to watch. I, I don't I would challenge anybody to name five stud Mississippi State athletes that came have came out recently. Obviously, you got your Dak Prescott, you know, and I think they've had some good DBs over the years. But Mississippi State down there and sent a message. They they went down there and sent a message that they're they're a force to be reckoned with. And Mike Leach has got a different brand of football that is fun to watch. They moved the ball all around, and they, they marched up and down the field against LSU. And I, Mississippi State's scary. And, and as an Alabama fan, where we've struggled with Mississippi State in years past, just I don't know if it's not coming to play, but I, I think every team has to mark that that game on their schedule this year as, you know, we, we can't look past Mississippi State. Actually, Mississippi in general, the state of Mississippi, you know, it, it's it's coming back to prominence in the, on the college football landscape. And Ole Miss and Mississippi State are both could be powerhouses within the next two to three years. You know, once those guys get all their players in, it's, it's going to be interesting to watch. You had Lane Kiffin doing things on the sideline with the, you know, did the, the touchdown chain and then – the one I like to see, obviously it was not a real bag of money, but the first turnover when they started handing around the potato sack full of money, that was that was fun to see. And as long as Lane Kiffin's down there doing that kind of stuff, they're going to get good recruits in there. Um, but And Mike Leach is a hell of a recruiter too. So Missi- the state of Mississippi's coming up, and and they're, they're a force to be reckoned with down there. And um, But it was fun to watch LSU lose. It's always fun to watch LSU lose, especially after last year, after they ruined our year last year. It's, you know, you could say Auburn ruined our year, but after we dropped the game to LSU, it was kind of tough to come back from. So 
We'll see. I, I think he's still the college football playoffs going to be interesting because we haven't seen the Big Ten yet. But, you know, they're, they're top-heavy as usual. You'll have your Ohio State probably sneak out of there because Justin Fields is – Justin Fields might be the best quarterback in the country. Um, a lot of people give that nod to Trevor Lawrence, and Trevor Lawrence is an absolute stud. A lot of people don't know. They're only from about – 45 minutes from each other so I Georgia high school football putting out recruits like they always have uh you had your one and two guys in the country the year they came in literally right down the street from that metro Atlanta area is just stock full of talent and you know the fact that those kids are getting out of Georgia and getting to other schools I, I don't know what that says about UGA or Georgia Tech but you know, you and even just getting out of the conference. You know, Justin Fields is at Georgia. Georgia wouldn't be having the problems they did if, you know, they. I think Justin Fields probably should have played over Jake Fromm a little more that year he was at Georgia. But you know, they didn't see it that way, and you know, it's hard to argue with Kirby Smart, and he's had some success. But he's such a defensive guy. They're going to have to do something on the offensive side down there, but. If he plays a little more than Jake Fromm that year, I don't think he transfers. And UGA, if Justin Fields is there as a title contender, any, they're title contenders every year anyway. Then you add one of the best quarterbacks in the country. I think they dropped the ball by letting him get out of there. But, you know, we'll see. But he adds a whole dimension to Ohio State that we haven't seen yet. So I, I don't know what the Big Ten will have. The Pac-12's coming back. I don't think anybody really cares about that. I, I don't know what they'll, what kind of product they'll put out this year. They'll put up big West Coast numbers and might sneak a team in the college football playoff. As I've said in the past, I think the NCAA puts a West Coast team in the college football playoff just so they don't lose ratings on the West Coast. Um, you, you know, if if you were to do a true to form college football playoff, I, I don't know if those Western teams even land in there. I think they're legitimately going to have to look at expanding over the years and possibly going to, um, you know, an uh, uh, eight-team playoff rather than a four and, and just see how it goes. But, you know, we got the four, so it, that'll take years to come. And who knows, though, the NCAA flies by the seat of their pants half the time and whatever they can do to make the most money and take advantage of these kids, that's what they're going to do. So we'll see how that ends up. But overall, it was just great to have college football back. And um, real college football back. And we still got games to add to the schedule. And I tell you what, it was tough as a sports fan this weekend to keep up with everything going on. Saturday was full of all kinds of stuff. You had the Charlo Twins on a pay-per-view boxing card that really didn't get any publicity. And the Charlo Twins are one of the biggest draws in boxing right now. Both of them won. I would have probably picked both of them not. I, I don't know. Uh, Jason Rosario is a tough guy, and he got taken out with a jab. I mean, knocked out, cold body jab. He looked like he was convulsing. So that that was a... Big deal, and then you had a big UFC fight that night that I, I would assume people watched. Israel Adesanya fought and dominated like he does, and 
you know, it it's it was tough to keep up Saturday. It, it was almost frustrating because I couldn't keep up with everything was going on. Thank God there wasn't a major or anything like that going on this weekend. But you know, big weekend for sports, and that moves us on to Sunday. And Sunday was a great day because Sunday was a day, you know, um, NFL football. You know, the weekends are just full full of sports. Uh, we had my son's 11th birthday party, so it was constantly spent trying to check TVs. You know, you're running around like a crazy person. But we went into Nashville and did that, and that was awesome. But big game Sunday is the Bears. The Bears go to 3-0. and They put Nick Foles behind center. I think it's probably done for Mitch Trubisky. I think he's had chances. It, it looked like... You know, he made one mistake. He's actually hadn't played bad this season. He made a mistake. They pulled him. It looked like they were kind of looking to do that all along. So, but we'll see what the Bears have. I don't think the Bears are back. It's they got a long way to go. Um, that defense is superior, but you never know with what Nick Foles has up his sleeves. You know, he's obviously won a Super Bowl now, which is wild to say but with a defense like that and just a mediocre offense to be honest there's no telling what could get pulled off this year but you know it's great to see the bears 3-0 as a bears fan you you guys know some of my history with the bears and it, it was definitely great to see him go to 3-0 against the falcons because i think everybody was a little nervous about that game given the fact that you know the falcons have one of the more potent offenses in the NFL. They just can't finish games, just like we covered earlier. It, it's like if you have a sports team with a Georgia address, you're just not going to be able to finish the job. Uh, so, But it was good to see. It, well, you kind of knew the Falcons once they got up. They were just doomed. You know, that defense can't stop anybody. But we'll, we'll see what the Bears have. You know, it, it was it was great to see that. Um you know, there are some other games on tap. I think the big one everybody's waiting for is a Monday night game, though. Um, when we're recording this, we probably won't have that for you. But that's going to be a hell of a game. you got Lamar Jackson versus Patrick Mahomes. I think definitely considered the best two young quarterbacks in the NFL. Two totally different styles, but just excellent. I think the debate comes up, which would you rather start your franchise with? But I don't think there's a bad choice in that. And, um... It, we'll see how that game plays out. I expect the Chiefs, you know, the Chiefs started slow last year, so we'll see how they end up. They got so many weapons. Their defense isn't excellent, though. So Lamar Jackson's liable to run it down their throats. And, you know, it should be a good early game with a good test, which is actually a very big game because um, I believe they eliminate one of the buys this year. So it actually plays into home field advantage in the playoffs, which – We'll see, but by then I think you're seeing more and more fans in the stand. So it's actually a pretty important game when you get down to it. Um, other big news this weekend was the NBA Finals was decided. You know, I, I was I, as I said earlier, I was up at Sweezy's. And I didn't, you know, I'd always heard the LeBron versus Michael arguments, but I didn't understand that that was actually like a real argument that people had. Because I just can't even fathom the fact that people actually believe that. I think the guy's four for nine in finals appearances. It, it just doesn't even make sense. 
And but I realized quickly when I was arguing with a much younger gentleman with much less sense that people actually believe that LeBron is better than Michael, and that's just absolutely insane to me. It just doesn't even make sense. LeBron is a second fiddle guy. He's he. I'm now. It'd be foolish of me to say LeBron's not one of the best ever, but he can't be the best ever if he's constantly going to defer. And if he's constantly going to drop ball games that they should win, this this can only count against LeBron's legacy if they were to lose. I don't think you can count this for him because, let's be honest, when you look at those teams, the Lakers have a decided advantage and they should pull this out. You know, I, I, if, if the Lakers played as they should... If LeBron played as he should, they it should be a five-game series, just like every series they've had. But Miami is not bad, and uh, they got a deep team. They have a well-balanced team, and Andre Iguodala has shut down LeBron before. I'm sure he'll see a lot of minutes on him. Um, Jimmy Butler is, you know, I count him as a Chicago guy, and I think that's one of the worst moves the Bulls made. But Jimmy Butler... Loves to play on the de- defensive end, too. And he has a fire that I just don't see LeBron having. So I, I think LeBron might be considered obsolete in this series. And you might see what Anthony Davis has to bring. But I think it'll be a fun NBA Finals. I think the NBA's done the bubble. They've came back better than anybody. And um, we'll, we'll just see. But the Lakers should obviously pull this one out I would pick them to win but Miami's just fun to watch and you never know what what they got going they shoot the three ball they just play a good team brand of basketball and and, you know nobody steps out of their comfort zone really everybody kind of knows their role so that'll be fun to watch and um but you know overall it was a really solid weekend um like I said shout out to Mike Sweezy earlier in the show he's got a good thing going down there He's going to get on the cast with us at some point, um, and I'm going to grill him about his terrible Philly fandom and probably give him a whole lot of restaurant um, recommendations that he won't take and rightfully shouldn't because he's way more successful in that field than I. But um, that was a good weekend, a lot of fun to be had, probably way too much to be drank, but you know that's what happens on the first real football Saturday, and it's only going to get better when you throw the Big Ten and Pac-12 in there and you even throw in some action for your late-night bettors just trying to cover their wallets. Um, so so it'll be cool. We got uh, we just got big sports coming back. You, you got baseball finally getting into the, the real grind. I, I don't know. Baseball is a hard one to pay attention to right now just with everything going on they've kind of fallen by the wayside for me um but we'll see I, I i think it's wide open i think the yankees have a shot but it looks like they're gonna match up against the white Sox, and the white Sox got that perfect kind of draw to beat them but I, I don't know if anybody really knows who's who in baseball yet i i just i don't see a dominant force out there um so we'll just see how that kind of plays out but yeah, so, yeah, Sunday we we did the birthday with the in-laws, and uh, yeah, that was fun. Um, and then just came back home Sunday night and watched the Saints and uh, 
Who the Saints play? Green Bay, I think. Watch two battle of two old dudes going at it, and Drew Brees proved he's actually an old dude. And Aaron Rodgers, who knows? He's on a revenge tour like nobody's ever seen before. And uh, I just think it could be one of those years that, you know, Green Bay's dancing at the end. You never know when Aaron Rodgers has it on. He's arguably the most talented guy to ever do it. Maybe not the most successful, but we've seen what this guy can do when he's going, and it's scary. So, especially as a Bears fan, you know, it, it makes perfect sense for us to be 3-0, and and all of a sudden Aaron Rodgers, he can't turn it off because he couldn't turn it on last year. But, you know, uh, they drafted that kid, and it pissed him off enough to go do something about it. So, Green Bay's a scary, scary thing. You know, um, Philly, Philly's got to do something because Carson Wentz is just, he's awful. I I don't know how you're getting sacked as many times as he does. And at some point, it's not the line anymore. You're just holding holding on to the ball too long. So, but football is great right now. Uh, We got Saturdays full. We got Sundays full. So, everything's going according to plan. Hope we can keep it going that way. That about does it for our show. Um, we do have some merch out there now, and I'll get it on the website. That is thevillageidiotpv.com. We're on Instagram. The Instagram handle is actually being a Mitchell. It's kind of devoted to the whole family. You can kind of see inside what it's like to be a part of this crazy mess that we call a family. It, it's nuts sometimes. Um, then always on Twitter, at Stu Pleasant. You know, I'm not as big on there as some of the other things, but it's kind of a fun read sometimes. But we'll get the merch posted and get it out there, and hopefully we can keep you a good product coming throughout the week, you know, something to tune into, get you to laugh a little. And maybe if you stop through Pleasant View, we can have a drink together and talk some bullshit about sports that we don't even know a whole lot about. So you all have a good week. Uh, We'll come at you Friday with kind of the rundown for the weekend. So, holler at y'all Friday.